Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode, a casual conversation on the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I am Deb Laflamme. I am your host. I love to guide you with creative ideas to help you connect more deeply with your dream audience online. And I love bringing on guests, and today's guest is no different, that will inspire you and help you take those steps forward so that you're not just sitting there wishing, hoping, dreaming that your business will grow, that things are gonna change. You've gotta do the work, but the best thing that you can do is bring people on to support you in your business, to be with you throughout that journey of doing the work. And so today my guest is Liz Lee of Liz Lee Media, who I believe I've known, I wanna say maybe two and a half, maybe three years. I think it's, I think it's since 2016, I think. And I'll let her confirm that. I think it's two and a half years. I think it's like 2017 feels oh, like- Oh, it's 2017. Okay, so there you go. So 2017, I was hoping that maybe it was three years, but you're right. <laughs> and I funny. remember, I remember vividly like our first conversations. And I'm sure we're gonna get into like my journey of working with Liz because it will probably be aligned with a lot of our listeners of the journey of where you were, where you wanted to be, and how you get there. So welcome Lizly of Lizly Media. I am so glad you're here. Why don't you tell um, my listeners a little bit about you and your business? Sure, I'm thrilled to be here by the way. Um, Yes. Uh, Well, I support entrepreneurs and small businesses with intuitive WordPress web design, care, and consulting. And uh, I love working with service-based entrepreneurs. Um, I also work with uh, brick-and-mortar businesses. Um, We have we have uh, a dance studio, you know, um, uh, we have uh, Jackie with her healing space and we, you know, so if you are serving people uh, and helping them to be the highest versions of themselves, whether through energy healing, dance, consulting, transformational healing, I mean, if you're doing that, I want to work with you. (laughs) Right. Why don't you, Liz, go into what intuitive web design means for, I mean, I know what it is because I see who you work with and Mm -hmm worked with you. But why don't you go a little deeper into what intuitive web design means for the audience? Well, the shorter answer to that question is I'm an intuitive. And uh, so the process of working with clients is not just, okay, give me your information and I will plug this into, you know, uh, a web design that functions well for you. It's, I get to know you, I get to know what uh, drives you, what makes you tick, what uh, maybe where your blocks are, maybe where you're feeling a little bit of resistance. And I treat you holistically in the process of creating the website that will attract your ideal clients. Yes. Okay. That, that's, I love that. That, I think you should capture that in some way, <laughs> shape or form. Like, you know, in the old days when we had answering machines, and it was yeah. like, Thank you for calling Deb Laflamme at From Blue Biz, where I blah, 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 blah. That should be your answering service. <laughs> Wonderful. Done. <laughs> you know, they say, what's your elevator pitch? There you go. Like that, that nailed it because, you know, there are entrepreneurs, there are business owners that want to pass it all off and they're never happy with the end result. 
Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from my own experience of working with Liz and actually working with other web designers, they'll do, you know, web designers will do whatever you want. You pay them enough, they'll do whatever you want. They'll run with it, they'll do it your own way, but it won't be connected to you, to your voice, to your brand, to your message. And I, I can tell from experience, I can say it over and over again, that everyone I refer to Liz to, to get support on web design or a new website or a revamp or a rebrand comes back and says, she got me. She really got me. She got me more than I got myself. <laughs> so let's talk about that, Liz. Like, what is the process? Let's say um, I'm coming to you. My website is maybe three years old. My business hasn't changed much as far as services, but but I've grown up. What mm-hmm. is it like working with you to get that new grown-up website? Well, it definitely starts with a conversation. And it's funny because I was thinking at one time in my life, I, I thought about doing intuitive readings <laughs> for people, but I actually am <laughs> because right. when, I, when I have the consultation, um, it is very much, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, I'm listening to what they're saying, but I'm also taking in um, other bits of information as well, intuitive hits and so forth. So, you know, I, I like to have that, that uh, 30 minute conversation. Sometimes it's a little longer, but you know, it's as long as it needs to be for me to get an idea of who you are, if we'll be a good fit. Um, I, on the technical end of things, I work exclusively with WordPress. So, you know, if you have a WordPress site, great, you know, we're, it's just a matter of uh, looking at a redesign and, and implementing functionality and, and um, style cues that you want to bring in. Um, Uh, you know, with this new energy you have. Um, If you don't have a WordPress website, then I will direct you to my blog post on why WordPress. (laughs) Um, You know, so I've had people ask me to do work in other uh, platforms, you know, Wix and Squarespace and so forth. And I used to do that. And then I stopped doing that. Uh, It just wasn't in the flow. Uh, You know, I wasn't able to serve at my highest level by going off on the, on these other platforms that weren't, you know, in the, in my daily flow. So uh, WordPress is definitely um, how we'll work together. Um, if you need something else, then, you know, I can recommend some other solutions for you. But, um, you know, from there, from that first conversation, um, you know, I give you uh, some homework assignments, right? Depending mm-hmm. on where you are, um, you know, maybe you don't have a domain yet. Uh, you know, I will advise you on how to purchase a domain or I can do that on your behalf. Um, I provide hosting for my clients who wish to have it, who don't already have it and who, you know, aren't um, already happy with another hosting solution. And, uh, you know, from there, I get you into Trello. Um, uh, Some people may not be familiar with Trello, but it's an amazing and highly affordable project management tool. Actually, it's free uh, for the end users. For me, I, I pay five bucks a month for it. It's amazing for managing projects. And so we interact from that point, mostly in Trello, going back and forth. Um, I'm gathering assets from you, uh, whether it's your logo, uh, your content, and uh, logins to uh, you know, various things, your registrar for your domain. I mean, it's, you know, we, we kind of cover all that stuff in Trello. And I, I make it, this is the most important thing. I make it as easy as humanly possible for you because yep. you're busy doing what you do best and your website should never detract from that. It should only support that. Right. I was going to say that um, I, I loved that, that next steps, 
you know, what Deb's responsible for, what Liz is responsible for, what, what, what's still pending. Like I, I love seeing that flow. And again, anyone that I've referred to you has felt very confident in the process because it was all out there. There was no questions. It was, here's what you're going to be doing. Here's what I'm going to be doing. And then you have one safe place to drop all the content in there, all the images, all the links. Um, it, for me, was an, uh, an unbelievable um, experience to go from where I wanted to, where I was to where I wanted to be in the the revamping of, of my website. I was just ready um, at the right time. I remember it being very minimal tasks though. Like I remember in the beginning, it was like a few little things that I, I knew I could do. This is where I'm going with this. I knew I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah. I also knew that it was falling to the bottom of my list because it was gonna take me a lot longer than someone who was skilled like you and someone who enjoyed it like you. And I feel like this is, I want, kind of want to go into the mindset of I can do it myself. I don't need to hire someone to do it for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> for minute, yeah, yeah. Right. Cause I, I bet you now I, I want to say, so you and I worked together on something. I think we were accountability buddies. Am I right? Yeah, that? yeah we were. Okay. We were accountability buddies, total perfect match um, in a, in a, like a short, like eight or 12 week group online um, I, I connected with you immediately. Wasn't sure why didn't know that I even needed your services. Cause I was still in the mindset of, Oh, I can do my website. I can work on my website. Like somebody had built it for me. It was in WordPress. Mm -hmm. I could do it. And it was totally custom and it was actually a pain in the neck. I'll be honest with you. To get <laughs> there. And so therefore it never happened. Yeah. But let's talk about the gift that you have, you, me, everyone else, we all have a gift. And when we think we can do something that we're not super skilled about in and we're not passionate in and it makes us feel yucky and it takes a long time, how, how we can give someone else an opportunity to shine their light, share their gift by letting someone else do something for us, for our businesses, even if we have to pay them. Let's talk about that. Like, what's the barrier that you are up against, the objections that people, you talk to people, maybe you have a consult with them. And then what happens when they're like, oh, I can just do that. Like, what's that like for you on the end of, but wait, I could do it for you better in less time for a little bit of money. I'm going to go deep with this because this, yeah. goes, this goes into mindset in, yeah. a, in a really significant way. I work with a lot of, um, or at least up until now, this may change, but I work with a lot of perfectionists and, uh, I, my mother was a perfectionist. I was a perfectionist at one time in my life, but what's, yes. under, what's underneath that is that the ability to constantly create situations in which you feel less than or feel not good enough. And so trying to DIY something when, it, because you feel like you're capable and you are capable, right? You could, you could go and do this. You have the intellect, you have the ability, you have the brain power to do this. Yeah. But it's only going to end if this is not your passion, if, if this is not something that you really are here to do, it's only going to end in you feeling like you're not good enough. Yeah. Like, no good. That's no good for you. That's no good for the people you serve. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I cut right through to that uh, <laughs> with a lot of people. Um, and it, but I love the way you reframe that. That's, that's where I, I, I'm so glad you ended up there because, so you said perfectionism. For me, it's control. 
Yeah, definitely. Right. And so I immediately just wrote down like control. Like I lost control. I felt like I was going to lose control if someone else, even someone I trusted, someone I respected, someone that spoke the language better than I did. I was like, and this happened like before, I think right before I met you, it was the, it was the calendar, the online calendar. And I go back to the story a lot because I, I did not, people were like, why are you not using an online scheduler mm -hmm. conversation? And, and it was before, before I started working with you, but it had to do with, I thought I was going to lose control over my time. I thought people could put in appointments whenever, wherever. I didn't realize that there was this opportunity to only open up certain windows. Like I had no, I, I didn't know. And you only know what you, what you know, you don't know what you don't know. And I didn't want to lose control. And the same thing happened when I was hiring you to come into my website was I had, I trusted you. Again, you spoke the language better than me. It was your wheelhouse. You were really good at it. I almost needed you to just kind of say back off, Deb, let me do it. <laughs> right. And, and you didn't use those words, of course, but you were like, here's what I'm thinking for your website. Right. I remember this conversation vividly. You also did a Facebook, uh, not a Facebook, a website audit for me which by the way, I don't know if you still offer those, but you should definitely talk more about those because those were gold. You I do, I do. Oh, good, okay, good. We'll make sure we link to that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, the ideas that you had, the, the you opened windows into my website that I never thought of. That was the, the pivotal moment for me to be like, she's gonna take over my website and it's gonna be better than ever thought I ever dreamed and that I ever could do myself. And that was the, 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 the freeing myself of the control of my website. And, you know, I'm not saying that you have to pass off control over everything in your business. You still have a very important role in the design and the content of your website, but having someone do the execution and Liz and her team can do that for you. This is the power. This is when you step into more of a CEO role, guys. Everybody who's listening is like, okay, wait, what does that do for me? That allows you to step up one more rung on your ladder. When you allow people to do what they do best, better than you could ever have done it yourself. That's the key. Yeah. And, and I've been through that journey of not wanting to <laughs> relinquish control. It's, yeah. It's been, I mean, out of the 10 years I've spent doing this, um, eight years, I was a one woman show and uh, it took, it, it took a bit of, uh, willingness to surrender to, you know, my higher role in my business, to be a CEO in my business, to even bring on an assistant. <laughs> yeah. No, and I know. I know. I know. It's, it's um, the most, the most amazing people in the world, most successful did not get there on their own. And as hard as that is to believe it's 110% true. It is. It is. Um, when, and, I say when you work with, uh, I, I think this is about relationships or couples, but it can apply to groups too. Um, you, you may do things, uh, twice as, uh, it may, it may take twice as much time to get something done, but you'll go twice as far. Yeah. You know? right. So, you know, there's the whole element of managing people and that's its own <laughs> special animal there, but but really when you get a rhythm going, when you get a flow going and, and you have a process 
you have multiple processes and mm -hmm. the, the infrastructure of your business is, is a well-oiled machine, then you can, it's like you're a train, you know, <laughs> you're like, you, you gather momentum, you're big and, and strong and it takes a minute to get that speed up. But once you get that speed going, that momentum going, then you're pretty much unstoppable. Right. All right. You just said the word relationship. So I'm going to get into some stuff that I want you to talk about so that our listeners can hear that they're not alone in this, but <laughs> about your relationship with marketing your business, Liz huh. Media. Okay. So I never, I never came into this with a business or marketing brain. Um, uh, that was a language that it was not, it was not my first language. Um, and yet a website, what is a website, but part of your marketing, right? So right. that cognitive dissonance uh, was an undertone of my work for years. And in 2016, I finally got some business coaching and then I opened my eyes to marketing and how to market my business without feeling icky. And oh my goodness, I love, love, love your, uh, your shorty, the share more, sell less. Mm. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it really, I wish I'd heard that then <laughs> because I went through, I went through a period of kind of trying to mimic what other people were doing. You know, mm. you know, what do you do when you're trying to learn something new? You, you look at what works, right? right? Oh, this works for this person and that works for that person. Let me try these and let me see what works for me. Um, but all of the formulas for selling, uh, even those that I observed in other web designers were just, it, they weren't resonating with me. And I, I would have that icky feeling like, mm, this just doesn't, it's like trying on an itchy sweater, you know, it just doesn't really feel good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, when, when I came into your circle, I discovered a new way, well, not new, but new to me, um, and very familiar to me at the same time, you know, a way of, of connecting with people. And it's, it's taken me really until just recently to implement, to integrate and implement so much of what you say every single day. It's like, <laughs> I hear your voice in my head. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, hope it's right. I hope it's the happy voice, the angel. It voice. is the happy voice. Yes. But it's the loving and supportive uh, cheerleader, you know, voice that, that I hear. Um, I, I feel so supported by you. I've, I mean, I have, you know, clients who do some amazing things and I haven't actually worked with you in a, in a, like a, a pro, like a group program. I've done your memberships and stuff, but you know, I, I tend to get your content just, it just throughout my day. Cause you're, you're there, you're constantly connecting with people, which I love. I love, um, I want to be that when I grow up, you know? <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I, I get so much out of what you say, but it takes, for me, it takes a, a while for things to kind of trickle down through the layers and, and for me to process things and implement them. Um, you know, it's a long, it's a long game with me, but uh, once I get it, I get it. And recently I felt uh, a good amount of clarity about how I want to work with people and how to make it as simple uh, and straightforward as possible, how to make it as easy as possible and how to give people freedom, you know, how to create more freedom for them um, while they, they also feel supported. That's the core. I mean, I just, I just pretty much developed my core values of my business after being in business for, you know, close to 10 years. Right. And it feels so good. It feels really good to be that clear. So I feel for you, like what, what I see for you, when you show up, you show up, right? And when yeah. you hide, you hide. And I, I just want to talk about that a little bit because I don't think that it's different than most of my listeners. They have 
good days and bad days. They have quiet days, they have loud days. What mm-hmm. I think you do really well now is um, storytelling. Well, first of all, you're an amazing writer. And when you blog, you blog like nobody's business. And sometimes I've seen you, cause I watch, you know me, I watch every, that's the thing is if you're connected to me, if you've, if you've made an impression on me in some way, shape or form, you can be certain that I'm watching all the time, every move. I know I, and this isn't just for Liz, this is for everybody, but you know, when you're, when you're quiet and I know when you're showing up and I know that when Liz shows up, it pays back tenfold. Like when Liz shares a blog post, people are reading it. When Liz tells us about a journey that she's taken personally, people are watching. When Liz shares a testimonial, which she could do totally more of, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Duly noted. (laughs) Yep. Um, It helps her audience, her clients are, are sharing her skills and her passion and she doesn't have to feel like she's selling all the time, right? So it, and she wrote, I do a little questionnaire before I have my guests come on. And one of the things that Liz wrote in her questionnaire, I'm going to read it. And the question I have is share with us how you market your biz better and how it can help my listeners. And Liz wrote, the more myself I become, the less effort it takes to market my business. And honestly, I want you to talk about that because that is all I want for every listener. That is all I want for every one of my clients, every one of my fans everyone in my audience, I want you all to know that the more you are you, the more your audience will connect with you. They will find common threads and it sets you apart from everyone else like you because there is only one Liz Lee. So we go into a little bit about what that means. The more myself, the more myself I become, the less effort it takes for me to market my biz. Definitely. Part of what came out of my 2016 business coaching epiphanies, um, was that I needed to focus, right? Like, just be like, be this person, be the blank, 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 you know? Um, I think there, I keep getting these ads on Facebook from the book incubator or the author incubator. That's it. Yeah. So like, you know, we were encouraged to be the something. And so, okay, I got to focus. I got to be this thing. You know, um, I don't know what that is. I do web design. What, you know, so I stressed out a lot about being that one thing, but that goes against the grain of who I am. I've always been many things. I've been, I've had many interests. I've had um, many talents that I've wanted to explore. Um, I think that most people are this way naturally, um, but we're told to do this one track thing. I think that really does people a disservice, especially entrepreneurs. Um, because entrepreneurism is all about freedom. It's all about being yourself. It's all about being exactly who you are to connect with the people who resonate with you. So the, in the last year, I have, you know, I just burnt out on um, just trying to be this one thing. And I thought, well, you know, what else do I enjoy? I, I need to, I need to breathe some life back into my business by getting out of my business and, and exploring who I am, who is Liz Lee, right? Who are the many parts of me that I've not been paying any attention to over the last few years when I've been a mom, a partner, an entrepreneur, et cetera. So travel was one thing that came into the picture. Uh, I was called to uh, travel internationally on two different occasions in the first six months of this year. And I made it happen. I allowed it to happen, you know, Uh really, you know, so that I was able to to get away from, I I put thousands of miles between uh, my computer and myself and I delegated the running of my business to my assistant during that time. Um, two things that it's so funny. I have this thing written down from three years ago, three things I wanted in my business and I kept it. And now I have, <laughs> I have all three. 
One was structure and systems to make my business run more efficiently. The other is trustworthy and reliable, capable help. And the third one is freedom to take breaks and vacations. I had none of these three years ago, and now I have all three of them. Um, but it's in part because I decided to just be myself and show up, you know, not just as Liz Lee, the web designer, but Liz Lee, the traveler, Liz Lee, the spiritualist, Liz Lee, the, the woo-woo person, you know, and I also decided not to just write blogs about WordPress and web design, you know, and web tips, right? Although I, I do enjoy writing those things. I also wanted to write to my audience who are entrepreneurs. They are, some of them are um, into energy healing, you know, some of them are into really, you know, out there, <laughs> what traditional people would say are out there things, you know, um, but I mean, this is my world. I surround myself with really interesting people and I love to work with these people. So I want to communicate to them that I speak the language. I get it. I am an energy healer. I am an intuitive, but I'm also, you know, technically minded and, and I can, you know, build them a robust website while we chat about, you know, uh, timeline shifting, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was going to say while we talk about Mer Mercury and retrograde, absolutely but... Mercury retrograde. Yes. <laughs> I, so one of the things that you just, well, so many things just made me like to sit, I was just literally leaning back in my chair. I have my arms behind my head. I feel very much at ease listening to that story because I feel like I knew the Lizley before all of that. <laughs> I, I, I remember you, the, the pre, those three things. Yeah. And I love, I love the journey and I love that it didn't happen overnight. And I also have, you know, been served ads that say, you've got to do it this way. This is what you need to do next to move forward. And I will tell you that the year that I took off, uh, 2016, when I took off, that's right. That's why we met in 2017. Yeah. So 2016, I did a total detox. I did not buy a course. I didn't buy a book. I didn't, I didn't even download freebies. I took the entire year off to focus the same thing. Isn't that funny? Both did the same thing. Yeah. I did it because my father had passed away in January. And I was like, you know what? This is not, I don't want to just be going through the motions. I want to make something. I want him to be proud of me. Like all of these things went on. And I was like, I want to be more than I am. And I know I can be, but how can I get there? These courses and classes and downloads was not what was going to be what helped me grow my business. Right. I, I went through the exact same process. So funny. And we didn't even know each other at the time. So it's just um, something that you just said was when you were writing blogs, you know, your audience can find YouTube videos or other technical blogs about building their websites. You need to connect with them in a different way, in a special way, in the Liz Lee way. And this is the beauty of being your true self and being connected to yourself because then you share that with your dream audience, mm -hmm. able to give them what they need to connect more deeply with you so that when they need help with their WordPress site, when they need help building a new one or redesigning or coming up with conceptual ways to attract more people to their website, they think of you first mm -hmm. every time. I love it. I love it. I feel so good about all of that. Oh, I, yeah. I do. Well, we talked a little about blogs, Liz. You know, I'm, I, I am raising my hands, both hands. I'm like, I don't <laughs> blog. I don't write. Podcasting and video has been a true gift for my business because 
I don't overthink things. When I write, I rewrite, 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 rewrite. And it just, I spiral and I can't get done. But on that, like, on that, like, line of people um, who struggle, what can you recommend for those like myself who feel that blog is a four-letter word? <laughs> I know that it, it adds value to your website and to, for your audience. So talk about that because you are a great writer. Thank you. And, and I, uh, yeah, content and content creation is something that a lot of my clients, um, they, it's a block for them. And I think it goes back into that perfectionism, you know, like you were just saying that you'll write and rewrite and rewrite. And I, up until recently, I did that too. Now I've, I've got a quicker process to write. Um, uh, because I, uh, before I just, I would have, it would have to be perfect. I was an English major right, in college. Oh, wow. Wow. So, you know, there's that, I had to, un I had to unschool myself basically. Um, and, and just kind of be more spontaneous and more, allow more flow and allow that, you know, crappy first draft and then go from there. Um, what I would tell people who are resistant to blogging, I would say this, I give you full permission not to blog on your website beyond three cornerstone articles that you can write that will answer commonly asked questions that yeah. come up in your conversations. Yeah. For me, it's my, my one top cornerstone blog post would be why WordPress? Because now I don't have to explain to you why WordPress, I send you a link <laughs> and yeah. I, I update the blog from time to time with new information but that's what I send out. It makes my life easier to have written that blog post. And then another one I just wrote is, do you own your website? These are things that are, you know, content pillars, I believe. Yeah. Called. So, you know, create a few content pillars. Um, you know, that's all I ask of you as, you know, a client of mine. And, and then beyond that, if your preferred mode of communicating with your audience is Facebook live, do that. But you know, bring it onto your website as much as possible. You want to bring people to your website. It, your social media is not the ultimate destination in itself. It's a way to get people interested in what you're doing, but your website is your home. That's the place where you have control, hopefully. So, um, you know, but for people who would like to, to blog more, who really know they can and would like to, but just feel like that they have that blank screen syndrome, here's what I have done to avoid the whole blank screen syndrome entirely. Okay. I don't have a blank screen ever because I have a Trello board <laughs> where I have a card that says blog ideas. And most of, you know, I think this is true of most people. Our ideas come when we're not sitting in front of a computer. Our ideas come when we're in the shower or we're washing dishes around water. That seems to be a, a place where people get a lot of ideas or cooking dinner or listening to music or driving down the road. Um, so I have learned to capture those ideas as they come, because when I'm inspired, I mean, I have flow, I'm not trying to force it. So I have, I think in my Trello, uh, card right now, I have, uh, like a dozen different blog ideas that are partial, partially written blogs. And three of those, the most recent ones I wrote came out of that Trello list. So once I sat down to actually write the blog, it was already half written. So there was no blank screen there were ideas and I got my coffee, got my uh, music and, and just expanded on those ideas. And then I would leave, you know, once I felt the flow stop, I get up from the computer, I move around, I do something else. I, 
you know, wait until the next day, whatever. And then I come back to it when I feel ready. So okay. I'm never sitting at the computer, you know, just forcing it. I'm sitting here in a state of flow, continuing to write what I've written, you know, before up until this point, and it's in bits and pieces and it all comes together. And it's so much easier to do than just, you know, trying to force a blog post out of myself because I, it's Tuesday and I want to, you know, publish a blog. Right. I, I actually, th this is so aligned with like social media content, right? So mm -hmm. the post ideas and the prompts that I share every month, there, there's never, for me, I, I, I always have ideas for content, which could be a blog, which could be a video, which could be a podcast idea. And I, I think that's the beauty of having ideas is that if it's, if it's coming up for you, chances are it's something that your audience definitely wants to hear about. And I think that I love that, you know, those, there's certain blogs you do need to have on your website. So of course I'm going to run off to my website and make sure that I have, <laughs> I, it's funny because I have like, I use a note system just like Trello, right. And I have it and I go in there and grab links all the time for people because you're right. There are the frequently asked questions. Um, and I could very simply put together like, a frequently asked question blog post right now with those links and I could give because if they have one of the questions they probably have the other three <laughs> so. right and uh, on that note your social media calendar has helped me tremendously um, as I've been looking through I actually this is what I did I gave I gave it to Celeste my assistant and uh, asked her to create a calendar maybe in Trello because we just both love working in Trello uh, and uh, she created it and then I told her to to please put some ideas, knowing me, knowing who I am and what I stand for and the people I work with, can she put some ideas in it? And so I'm working off of that now. Right. And some of these prompts that you've provided have encouraged me to go ahead and just write a whole blog post on a topic because I want to be able to link back to that. I mean, I, it's, I find it really hard to just post something on Facebook and let it stand alone. Although I do that, I'm, I'm open to that, but I also make a mental note, I need to have that on my website too. So that yeah. sure I can link back to that, you know, to drive traffic again to the place that I, you know, that is my virtual home. So, um, yeah. It I'm is like about balance, right? So like That's you're balance. so, you are, your middle name is website. I mean, <laughs> we don't, for those of us that don't have brick and mortars, our stores, our shops, our business location is online. So mm -hmm. your middle name is website. You are lizleymedia.com. my address. <laughs> but... But with that said, the added value and the additional interest and the conversation and the relationship building can be on social media so that you don't always get, like, you don't always want to make it hard for people to, yeah. you know, every, every couple of posts could be the blog post or a link to the website. Yeah. It, is about, it is about finding a balance, but hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. The fact that you're even posting on social media is amazing. <laughs> right. it takes not you specifically, but yeah, everybody, yeah. right? Everybody who's, yeah. you don't, you you can imagine how many people I talk to, they're like, why do I have to post on Facebook? I'm because like, you know, if your dream audience is there, then they're yeah. going to miss you, you know, if you're not there and they're going to see your competition and, you know, I can get all into that, but. Oh yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> you yeah, gotta, people will look and see if you've been posting recently. I've had people tell me, you know, I, I happened to find you on Instagram and you'd recently posted about blah, blah, blah. So I keep that in mind, you know, if, if, I, if I go too long without posting, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll remind myself, okay, I need to put something up there that's, you know, helpful, resourceful, et cetera, just to stay current, you know, because other people 
who are doing the same thing I'm doing. Well, not the exact same, you know, but right. that gets into the competition thing, but other people are going to be top of mind. And, and, you know, I'm not, if I'm not um, staying present in that public space. Um, yeah. Also, I wanted to, um, I mean, a note, you were talking about FAQs and blog posts that address FAQs. Your client conversations are a great source of, of blog posts, Facebook lives. I know they are for you because you'll, you'll come on Facebook live and you'll say, I just had a session with a, and talked about blah 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 and um you know that you know listen to your clients listen to the questions they're asking and if you keep having the same question come up in conversation that's a great topic for you to cover where you can then put it in a place where it has it you know it has a link you can send to people um your faqs i encourage people faqs are uh, such an important part of a service-based entrepreneur's website they really are and you can keep them short and sweet but then you can link to blog posts from your FAQs. Right. You can have a short FAQ answer, but then you know you can have a read more that goes into more detail. So you're not overwhelming your visitor to your website, you know, with so much information. You're giving them different levels where they have the option to click through deeper and deeper as they need to. So you know that's a that's a also another whole topic is you know content strategy. But um, yeah, you want to make it as easy as possible for your potential clients to take action um, on your website, but also get to know you and get to uh, get to the point where they don't have to ask you all those questions when they finally talk to you. That you can get down to business and do deeper work when those right. questions have already been answered through content on on your website or social media. We could totally talk about that for. <laughs> Um, let me just ask you a couple more things before, because I know that my audience is going to be like, what, what else to say? So <laughs> if I know for you, um, the internet as a whole has been a game changer for your business, which, you, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't disagree with that, but where do you get your best ideas or inspiration from to inspire that list in your Trello board or to inspire a design um, who, who or what inspires you? People, people I work with every single day. I, I just had two conversations yesterday. I was working with a couple of different clients on the same, um, the same offer, um, a, a now page, the, you know, a one page website. And I came away from each of those conversations with so many ideas, uh, to write about because, you know, questions came up. That they had, and, and I don't always know what my clients are are you know thinking unless they they ask me. I'm intuitive, but you know not a mind reader. So I get so much out of the conversations I have in consultations, one to one consultations. I just I love them. Um, so I get ideas. I I have realizations about what my clients don't know, um, and you know because you'll assume that, that people know things until you realize they just don't know things and that, you know, you can be a resource for them to tell them, you know, things that are for you really obvious, but for other people who aren't, you know, uh, in, in front of that computer all day, it might not be obvious for them. So, right. you know, um, and then when I see, here's, here's something recently that's um, inspired me. I've seen entrepreneurs making, choices in the beginning stages of their business that have set them up for less freedom uh, and portability with their website later on, uh, meaning they are going with what appear to be quick and easy solutions, things that make their lives easier in the meantime, but down the road, those things are 
are not going to uh, be easy to course correct. Right. So, you know, getting into the Wix site, right? That's that's a whole a whole other topic, whole other <laughs> soapbox for me. But I've had several clients come to me um, with Wix sites, and they wanted they they realize at some point how um, robust WordPress is and how freeing it is and, and how they can do so much with it and scale, scale up, you know, infinitely with it. Um, but they, they have this Wix site that they're stuck with and they, you know, they realize, wow, you know, I should have started with WordPress, uh, to begin with because I can't really scale up with this platform and there are certain things I can't do. I have these limits set on me and, and I'm renting it you know, renting my website, uh, to boot. So, you know, I'm, I'm focusing more on putting content out there that reveals, um, you know, here are the things that you don't know <laughs> when you first start out your business um, about website and website freedom, website sovereignty, owning your website, right? Because if you own your business, why should you not own your website? And there are so many things put into place to, to make an entrepreneur's life easier, it seems, but mm -hmm. you're giving up you're giving up freedom for ease. And I feel like you can have both. You can have freedom and ease. And that's, that goes into the core values that I've recently discovered that I have in my business, you know, creating more freedom and ease for, for myself, my business and everybody I, I work with, and, you know, everyone. And, and I think that the best tip that we could give for people listening is, you know, if you are in a group or if you have connections and they're saying, here's an easy way to set up your website, I would start asking questions and say, will I be able to do blank? Will I be able to grow my business with this? Will I own my domain? Like these are questions that I don't think people know to ask. And so oftentimes I tell clients, go on Google and type in, what do I need to know before setting up a website? Or what questions should I ask? Um, before starting with a specific web? Because what happens is, let's say you're in a direct selling group and someone says, here's a link, go, go do your website on something. I'm not going to start bashing websites, but mm -hmm. you know, blank platform. Mm -hmm. oh, it may not be the best. It might be the easiest, which in my opinion is not going to get you far. You'll be, you'll be changing that up in six months because mm -hmm. you have the flexibility that you can have when you work with someone who's skilled and knowledgeable and making sure that your website has the capabilities of what you need as your business changes, as your brand changes, as your voice changes, as the world changes, because things are changing technically every day and you don't wanna to have to start over. So I just feel like the, the best thing that you can do is ask questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, Google it. Well, it, it, you just gave me another idea for my Trello board because in the future, you're not gonna say Google it, you're gonna say, go to this link. <laughs> And yeah. that link will be my, a blog post on my website about right. questions and it, to ask. Exactly. That's exactly right. But but here's the thing. If they Google it and your your website comes up, even better, right? Even better. Yes. I hope, that, I hope that's the case. All right. So what's your top tip, marketing tip, piece of wisdom, anything additional that you want to share before we wrap up, Liz? Sure. Uh, I want to go back to what we we're talking about, being yourself. Uh, and you and I have talked about this at length, how, you know, we when we get into this entrepreneurial space, you know, what do we do? We look at what is working for other people. We model what they're doing. Maybe we even pay them money to do a course or a program where we learn their secrets. Yeah. 
never give up all your power to that, right? Never, um, never discount your own innate wisdom. And, and I would also encourage, encourage people to meditate because that's how you get in touch with that wisdom. Um, that's a whole other conversation itself too. But um, you have, you know, if you, if you decided to be an entrepreneur or a small business owner, you value freedom, you want to create more freedom in your life, freedom and ease, right? Um, and you have this inner wisdom that's driven you to do this, to serve at this higher level, higher, you know, than, than just being, uh, you know, a part of someone else's um, vision. You have your own vision. So trust in that. Trust that the more yourself, you allow yourself to become, the more you, the easier it will get for you to, to show up. Um, I, I'm speaking from immediate experience on this. It is so much easier for me to show up for my people now that I'm okay. I'm allowing myself to be more than just Lizzie, the web designer. I'm allowing all these other parts of myself to come back to the party. So be yourself, trust in yourself. Don't give your power over to someone else. You can see what works for them. You can try those things for yourself. Take what works for you, leave behind what doesn't and, and don't ever give up your innate sovereign power as a human being to create and serve in this world. You matter. You are intelligent. You are wise beyond measure. Trust in that. Wow. <laughs> okay. I love that you ended on that. That's amazing. I'm going to go meditate on that. Actually. <laughs> Excellent. Liz, thank you so much for being here. I know it was a long time coming and I know we could continue to talk forever, but yeah. I'm going to wrap this up now and just say thank you for your time, for your energy, for your love of all that you do and for all the people that you get to work with. It's such a gift. I know when I get to refer people to you and their experience is just beyond what I um, had imagined for them. So thank you for serving at your highest level. I look forward to watching you continue to grow Leslie Media, add more amazing support to your team so that you can continue to travel um, as often and as far away as you want to. <laughs> yeah. um, thank you again. And thanks for everybody for listening. If you've loved this episode, definitely screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag Liz and I, we'd love to see it. It will totally fill us up. And if you feel called to, we would love you to review us on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks everybody. Have a great day. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now go market your biz better.